And on that note, welcome back to the Way Up North podcast. Day seven in quarantine. Day 30 in quarantine. Dude, <laughs> it's getting out of hand. This is the first time we're actually recording with real mics, though. Like, So mm-hmm. if you guys hear the difference of last episode to this episode, you'll notice that it's much better sounding than it's been. We're using separate mics as well. We've been yeah. sharing the same one. We've been really close to each other the last couple of and weeks. And that's not a bad... I mean, well, we haven't... I mean, we're sitting across the table. Like, I set up a table for us it's to very, sit at. very professional. It is very, very professional. professional. Um, so, speaking of quarantining, some of y'all need to do a bit more of that. I was just... Uh, because my dad's been watching all the news on YouTube mm-hmm. because he doesn't have cable anymore, so he pulls it up when he gets home. Yep. And the amount of people that still went on spring break and said, fuck it. Did you see that video of, uh, like, the people from Florida? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Dude, crazy. I was so upset. And to me, it's funny that the people that care so much about taking care of people and helping people out and all that shit are the first ones to be like, yeah, if I get it, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Without thinking that this is extremely contagious and could kill somebody you know or love. It's madness, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so we're on day. I'm trying to think. When did we? So we recorded last uh, when uh, Tuesday. I think we recorded. I that. can't even keep track. My yeah, we recorded last like... Tuesday. Uh, and let's see. I mean, I haven't been quarantined. I mean, I really. I guess we say quarantine. Been... I haven't officially been quarantined. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I think that's most people. Like when most people say, "Oh, my quarantine life," they're not actually quarantined. I think it's just the yeah. meme of it because obviously people have memed the hell out of this. Yeah. I have uh, uh, I have been staying indoors. Like I haven't really done shit. No, neither have we. Like I was telling her, um, the weekend seemed long. The week this past weekend mm-hmm. seemed long because yeah. like I got home from work, uh, like two o'clock on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then like we were playing Animal Crossing all evening until like, and then I played uh, Halo with Richard. Mm-hmm. Later that evening, and that was until like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Yeah, and then same thing last night. Like we pretty much did nothing all day. Like we pretty much played Animal Crossing from the moment we like from pretty mm-hmm. much from when we both got up around eight o'clock, nine o'clock until on and off until like probably six or seven at night. Yeah, and then I played Halo, uh, Halo with Richard for a little bit, and she watched a movie, and then we watched. Uh, that uh, new TV show or that new reality TV show on Netflix, uh, uh, Love is Blind. Interesting. Do you know, have you heard of it? No. no, no All right, about? this is good. So the concept, you know how stupid, you know, dated reality show. It's like The Bachelor and stuff like you know, that. I'll go into a rant after that, but continue. Yes, I know. You know about those yeah. shows. Like, yep. I, I, I will admit, I hate them too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just not sure how I feel about this new show yet, but there's a show called Love is Blind on Netflix. And it's basically they take, I don't know how many people they have in it, but they take two people mm-hmm. and they sit them in pods uh, with a screen in front of them so they can't see each other. And mm-hmm. they're supposed to communicate and pretty much supposed to build a relationship off not seeing each other and just based on personality. So you're supposed to then fall in love with this person. And then the only way you can get out of the pods and meet this person is if you quote unquote propose to them. Oh, no. And then you have to live with that person for like three weeks and at the end of the three weeks is your wedding good and Lord. you get to decide whether or not you stay with that person at the wedding that's so scary we've only watched till yeah isn't it right so we've only watched two episodes 
and I think three people so far have like proposed and met the actual person they yeah. were talking to. Yep. No, like bad, like nothing's been like. Oh, well, that's good. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody who might watch it, hmm. but it's it's like the stupid reality television. Like you're watching well, it, you're not watching it because you like the show. You're watching it because the people in it are like just stupidly crazy. There's a guy from Maine in the show. He's from Lee, Maine. Oh, it might be me. It's not you. You're not from Lee, Maine, and also you're here, and you would have told me if you were but, on a reality show. I will. I think that's because uh, a lot of people do that nowadays. They meet somebody on the internet. And uh, they connect with the person before even meeting them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool. Uh, it brings a little more value to the relationship, I think, because it's not all like physical at that point. It's you, you're actually connecting with somebody, which I think is cool. But it can also be a dangerous game as well. That's interesting. That's not a. I, it's. I think that's a better idea than the, something like The Bachelor. In my opinion, The Bachelor is everything that society doesn't want in men or woman or woman in a tv series and people love it well it's because a lot of the people who go on that show and this is i mean i feel like this is what most people believe they go on that show purely just to be a reality tv star they don't go on there to actually find the love i feel like a lot of the girls and Mm. the guys who go on there go on there just to create the drama and the executives will create the drama too. Like they'll oh, turn yeah. people, they'll turn like yeah. people against each other on the show to purposely make drama for TV. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the perfect television because you're. I mean, I I don't like it, and I'm assuming from what you said, you don't care for that stuff I've either. I've never seen an episode, and I never will. Yeah, I like. I think when I was living in my parents' house, my mom was watching it, mm-hmm. and I like would like catch episodes in the background, and I never, but I never like sat down and like watched an episode of The Bachelor. Yeah. Like it's just. No. I, I think I, the only reality television I watched would have been Survivor. Yeah, and like that's and even like, then, there's too much drama. Yeah, there's a lot of drama in the show. But at least, it, at least you're like living on a deserted yeah. island and like have to do challenges. Like I would, yeah. like do that. I'm pretty sure that my brother. Cool. I'm pretty sure my brother applied to be on either it was either Survivor or Big Brother, which is that other one where they mm-hmm. like are trapped in a house. I'm pretty sure yeah. he applied. Like this was probably a year or two ago. I would be it. an absolute nuisance if I ever got on one of those TV shows. Oh my god, it'd be so funny. You'd be perfect. Did you would be you would be perfect. You know what you should do when you get back from Afghanistan? You should apply to be on one of those shows. I think you I honestly feel like you would make it. I would I would mess around so much. I would take none of it seriously at all. Yeah. And that would be it would be the most fun thing in the world because you'd get to mess with so many people that are taking it seriously and then mess with everybody that's watching the show. Mm-hmm. I'd just be doing my own thing. You know, like I always do. So I guess the biggest news topic we can talk about today, other than, you know, we last week we talked about coronavirus and Mm -hmm. how it's, you know, basically taking control of everybody's life and everybody's being affected by it. Like I'm, you know, I think fortunately as of right now, anybody in my personal life hasn't been affected by it yet. So that leads leads me to a question though. How... Just to know from this podcast to now, how has this affected your everyday life? I mean, I with work, I mean, not getting, I don't know how much I can say because I work for the uh, US, United States Postal Service, so I don't know how much I can actually like say. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've kind of laxed up on our, you know, some of our policies about like having people um, like sign things. Mm hmm. Uh, just for the fact that because people don't want to touch our scanners and stuff like that, yeah. uh, the mail volume 
it's definitely like we don't get as many letters i think because a lot of these uh businesses and stuff like that are like stopping their payments while this is you know until this pat or Mm -hmm. when it eventually hopefully passes over and we can get to some you know yeah. When it, when it, you know, I'm trying, I'm scrambling my words, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, until it finally clears up, is there's yeah. the word. Uh, so I've noticed that. Um, other than that, you, I do get asked every day when do they think that we're going to shut down, like when the postal service is going to shut down, and it's not going to happen. Like we've been told by it would have our, to be it would have to be extreme. We would, we've been told by our president that there is, like, I wouldn't say no way that we'll shut down, but it's pretty much like. You'd be one of the last people to shut shut down. Yeah. That that ran something that was, like, directly affecting the population. Yeah. I just finally got a message from Nick. Oh, there you go. He actually finally responded to me. Shout out to Nick because we do almost one every single podcast. Um, Here we go. I'm going to – I don't want to – I'm not going to apologize to Nick right now. Because I, I don't feel like I feel like I already talked to him and talked this out. I don't Nick, feel like there's room to apologize. But Nick, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you are, because I don't think you've listened to any Stop of the episodes. Stop traveling because the coronavirus is real. I don't think he. I don't think his thing was that he didn't believe it was real. Well, no, but my I think I made a very solid point when I said that it can be in your system and you don't even know it. No, you're right. It is. So I guess they just. I don't know how accurate this is. But I just heard that um, this virus is also able to sit in like dry areas on boxes and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not just moist areas. It's, it's somehow spreading from every every which direction. Mm-hmm. So people, they're just not taking it seriously. No, I can't I say that. I've been taking it entirely seriously. But compared to others that, like for example, spring break, I, I get it. It's cool. You want to go out and party. Well, now you got the coronavirus. Congratulations. What do you expect? No, I think I think I don't think I'm gonna necessarily take it seriously. I mean, I'm taking it seriously. Like, obviously, it's a big deal. I think Italy this is something that we never. I think Italy is a perfect example of why we need to take it seriously. Oh yeah, I think we can learn from. I mean, they didn't. I think now they finally enforced. You know the. Well, that's that's the thing. Their the people quarantine. weren't listening. They're, and that's what. But that's where the United States is at right now. There's like yeah. I've been told, like in in New York City. Everything's the, the same. Everything's still packed. And everything's still the same. The issue is, is people don't want to. They don't want to. They don't care about stopping. They're mm-hmm. going to continue their everyday lives. They're not going to. They're not going to have a wake up call until it actually like starts infecting people mm-hmm. and it skyrockets. They're not going to start taking it seriously. I think it's fortunate that we live in a smaller town mm-hmm. that we're not going to be as. I mean, I can't. I don't want to say go out and say that. It won't eventually show up in this town because obviously I think it's going to get. Everywhere. I think it already has. I mean, it's, from what I heard, there's been rumors. So, I don't think it's going to impact, you know, extremely in my brain until it, you know, is somebody I know personally like yeah. has it. Uh, I don't want to go out and say I think we both know of a person that could yeah. possibly have it. Yeah, he hasn't I don't want to say his name. I don't want to say his name out loud just because I don't want to uh, raise a panic. Yeah, I don't want people to know. Uh, because I think it's, it's not our business. Because it's I, not a guarantee that, yeah. it, that he, it, he has. But he has it. not been feeling good the last few days. Yeah, He's I remember been, he was. Things have been pretty that. rough for him. Yeah. Uh, but and shout out to you, whoever you are, mysterious makes man. Makes me feel pretty fortunate. Um, but it's, we're living in some weird times because it. 
it really just came out of nowhere. It did. But it's, been... it's it's weird because um, people knew about it. it. Government officials knew. I I've been hearing rumors about government officials selling all of their stocks and stuff mm-hmm. before this hit. Well, I mean, think about like Bill Gates. You know, stepped down from Microsoft, uh, from the board of Microsoft. Uh, the McDonald's head stepped down. A lot of these, a lot of the higher ups have been stepping down from their spots. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get into conspiracy talk. That's not what this episode's about. No, I I'm don't. Not trying to I don't talk. mean they're conspiracies. I just think big business people saw something coming and they didn't want to take the hit that they thought they were going to take from this. Yep. And I, I can't say I blame them, but it sucks. When they're in the know and the general population is not in the know and we're the ones suffering for it. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I, if we you know when it finally, you know, and that case actually does pop up here, like you said, it's a possibility that somebody at this point in here could have it and it's just dormant. Yeah. For so now. I, I think, I think the way it starts coming way up north. That's is, a shout out right there to your I think, own I think the way it starts coming way up north is if... Well, people, it's already in Maine. Well, my point being is if people start coming from the cities up this way more, mm-hmm. which has already been happening. Yeah. Because people that have been skiing up here and stuff, their parents and families are telling them, no, stay up there at, at our rich houses because it's bad down here. and We mm-hmm. don't want you guys coming back down here and having to deal with this shit. So stay up there. So people are already staying up here. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll bring some business here eventually. Maybe maybe people will see this as a safe haven and move here. Well, that's the thing is, though, like we had this. I don't know how much of a halt uh, this has put on the hotel that they're building in town. No, well, that's uh, obviously think, obviously it's going to slow it down because yeah. I don't know how you know how many people they can allow to work there because a lot of places have been like cutting staff and like mm-hmm. minimal groups. Like you and I are sitting in a room with the two of us, and we're less than six feet apart and the cdc would call this yeah like not good so like recording our podcast remotely as much as it was not it didn't sound as good quality wise yeah it was safer than this yeah but i mean i mean we're fine i mean i um, i immune. feel fine i they gave me so many vaccinations before yeah they don't i don't think that's gonna the vaccinations are all fighting um I'm all right, 100%. <laughs> but it's uh, what was I gonna say? Something. I don't even remember. I was gonna say. Oh, I feel bad for small businesses. Oh yeah. This is. So I saw, I saw a recession coming. I mean, it's inevitable. They they always happen. The stock market drops. It, things go bad for a little while. But mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to be so sudden. Well, and small yeah. businesses have never had to take a hit like this. No, it's crazy. There's a lot of places that are gonna. Well, GameStop just closed down. Really. Yep. I, mean, I was talking to Rich last night, and Rich told me that GameStop is closing all their stores in the United States. Uh, and the thing is, I think part of the reason why, because I, I think a week before last week, I saw a post saying that GameStop was claiming to say that they're an essential business mm-hmm. and we're going to stay open. So they were calling all their stores and telling them to stay open, don't close down, even if like the cops come and tell you you need to close down, you're not essential, yeah. to stay open. I think they're, I mean, they were already a dying business. Yeah, they were. They because digital digital games came through. So and all hard. this, all they needed was something like this to happen. Yep. And they were going to be closed. And I, I mean, I did. I haven't looked. I may be completely talking out of my ass about it, but I heard from Rich yesterday, and Rich is really connected with the whole internet and mm-hmm. and uh, gaming media. So I'm assuming he yeah. would know. 
Uh, but right. yeah, GameStop's. I mean, that's not a small business, but it's no. a business. It's a dying business. Yeah, and that's like you said. That's all it takes. Yeah. It's one one knockout punch, and I I think a lot of businesses are going to suffer. I think one of the things that does frustrate me is how airline companies and stuff like that are looking for huge huge bailouts from the government and stuff. I think things like that. Uh, I just don't think it's fair. I don't think these huge companies that make all this money should be able to get bailouts like they do. And I just think it's robbery. Oh yeah. I know that I saw that, that these airline companies mm-hmm. are saying, Hey, we're not making any money anymore. Give well, us obviously you're not making any money because mm-hmm. who's going to, who wants to fly at a time like this? And you think they would have some kind of fallout plan. Yeah. Like when you get into a business like that, like travel, of any sort, you have to be prepared for the day where something might happen where you're not allowed to continue. Your planes aren't allowed to leave. Yeah. And so I think to not have a solid backup plan or a, uh, what's the word, a fail safe or something like that, just in case something like this does happen, it's just dumb. I don't think they... I don't think they need the bailouts. I agree. I don't think they need the bailouts either. Uh, You know, it's, I don't want to, as much as this is something that we should talk about in the podcast, because it's something that's affecting the world. I don't want to make the next like five or six podcasts. It's tough. It is. It's It's going to be hard to avoid the topic. Like my entire life right now is the coronavirus. Like that, it's dictating my job. It's dictating where I travel. Yeah. It, like everything is so up in the air right now. Um, I, I get a phone call today saying I could be in Afghanistan tomorrow because okay. we're because we're waiting. Um, UAE, uh, you, I can't even United whatever Emirates. Those guys, uh, all their airports are closed down. But there's a small chance that they could open up for a day. And if they do, they're going to try and funnel all of us through there as quick as they can before it closes again because they get a contract with the military. And the military is still, even though things are not going the way people want them to go right now, there you, you have a contract with them, so you have to fulfill it. Even if, like, you want to take care of your people, but at the same time, you have to, you have to fulfill the contract. So yeah. It's, it's a shitty situation. Yeah. So... I guess, like I said, I, I don't want to make it, you know, a, a new... I know we talked, we joked about this last episode. This is going to be a news podcast, which maybe it will be. Uh, I hope not. I don't want to be the news. I I think we could... I. What I'm saying, we should try to maybe... It's hard to find a topic that is not related to, like, the coronavirus. I don't think there's any light, like, good things. There's probably good things going on right now. There's obviously... But it's hard... It's hard to see them all because everything is so blocked out by this coronavirus. Yeah, it's true. I mean, think well, you know, when you put it that way, like sports mm-hmm. completely shut down. Like yep. no sports aren't happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, any pretty much any political news is completely overshadowed. Which I mean, it's that. I mean, I don't want to be controversial and say mm-hmm. that coronavirus is kind of blocking out. I've noticed a little bit. It seems like sort of that the government is kind of trying to work together to solve this yeah you know figure out a way to do it 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's, I mean, I may be wrong. Like, uh, you know, I, I try I to avoid it. I think they do better. It, it kind of sucks because it seems like no matter what happens, the hatred for each other will always outweigh the good for the people. Yeah. And actually, okay. Here, here we go. I got a, I got a question for you. I'll give you a scenario, and All then right. you tell me. Here we go. What you think of it? Let's play the scenario game. Okay, so I watched this video. I don't even remember where it was at. It was, I think it was on Twitter. There was a video of this guy stealing a whole bunch of stuff from a store. Yeah. I, so th- I kept watching it, though, because I was like, okay, what is the context of it? Maybe there's something behind it. Um, so this guy stole a whole bunch of stuff from a store. It was a group of people. They were shoving shit tons of things in their backpacks, mm-hmm. food, uh, plastic bags and all that. And they, uh, after they were done stealing it, they walked out, walked past the cops, you know, all this sorts of stuff made it made it look like Robin Hood and his merry men. Uh, they uh, ended up making sandwiches for homeless people and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so they made up a whole like a shit ton of sandwiches out of the stuff they got, put it in plastic bags, and just started throwing. Not like hucking it at poor people, homeless people, but they didn't even have the decency to like walk up to them. Okay. They were throwing it out car windows at them and stuff, making them walk up and then throwing it like they had some kind of disease or something. So that that part was kind of iffy to me. But how do you feel about the stealing? Because people are justifying it because you're stealing from a big corporation in order to give to the poor people, kind of like Robin Hood did. So I'm going to uh, I'm trying to repeat back to you just so I can mm-hmm. just make sure I'm understanding it correctly. So these people stole from a store, a group of people yep. stole from a store. Used the items that they stole from the store to make sandwiches for homeless people. Yep. But the way they were kind of giving them to them was kind of a degrading. Suspect, it, was, degrading it was sort way. of degrading. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say that it's okay to. St- I'm never gonna say it's okay to steal. Yeah. Like I don't care if you're stealing from big corporations. Uh, it's just the same as stealing from somebody like me. Like coming mm-hmm. into my house and stealing my shit is just as the same as walking into a convenience store and stealing. Yeah. Obviously, security measures are, measures are different, but I mean, it's good that you're doing, you're trying to help and give back to them. Mm-hmm. I guess I would have to see the video to really understand yeah. exactly what you know the context is, but I don't think it's ever okay to steal. Now, regardless of your intentions, they may have been good. Don't steal though. Like, yeah. there's a better way to do that, and what you could do. Well, you, you could think that's such can, a. You can buy the stuff. It's such a. If you're going to go out of your way to do that for people, why would you not just, I don't know. To me, it was, it just seemed selfish. It was more, it was more aimed towards them. Oh, hey, look, they're stealing instead of, oh, hey, they're doing something for the homeless. It almost seems like they were like trying to make a point of it to go viral. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we stole from a store, but we gave back to the poor people. Like, yeah. You're pretty much, like you said, like compared it to Robin Hood. Like, essentially, they're being, trying to be like, hey, look, we're the, you know, 2020 Robin Hood. Like, look mm-hmm. at us go. Like, we're helping the old people. It's like, Robin Hood, the, the Robin Hood scenario, it's a fan, first of all, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's not real. Yeah. Robin Hood wasn't real. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were people like him in history. I'm sure there were people that did, did that, stole from the rich and gave to the poor. But, like, the intention is that, I mean, I get, I would say that I understand that some people look at the big corporations and say evil, just mm-hmm. like the characters and, you know, the villain in Robin yeah. Hood is quote unquote evil. Yeah. But in society, it's not okay to steal. 
even in Robin Hood society, it wasn't okay to steal, but it was a Disney movie. Yeah. It's a Disney movie. If you were to look, if you were to, if the Disney movie was flipped around and say, like, it was told in the perspective of the king, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the corporation, the king, yep. and that someone was stealing from him and giving back to the poor, you would be, you would have a total different perspective on it. Yeah. It's just because it was told through his perspective is the reason why it's like, oh, he was doing a good thing. Yeah. Like, just because you're doing something good for the old people doesn't the old people, the uh, the homeless people, mm-hmm. doesn't counteract the fact that you stole from someplace. Right. Because people can go to jail for theft. Yeah. I think the you one can't. the you one can't. it's not a get out of jail free because yeah. you helped homeless people. The one the one thing that I think uh, bothered me the the most about it was it was a one time thing. It's not like they're doing it consistently. They're not helping the homeless consistently. They did it once to get recognized. And instead of helping them in the right way, they chose to do it in a way they would get notarized for it. Yep. Um, so I, I don't think that's – it just it didn't make sense to me. If you're going to help people, why not help them consist, consistently instead of trying to make a viral video out of it? It was it was frustrating. No, that's what it's all about, though. Like everyone's just trying to get clicks. Mm-hmm. I mean – Excuse me. In a good way, like there's good ways to go about getting clicks. Like I remember, I'm gonna, I'm, I am trying to transition this and keep this away from Corona. Yes, yeah, uh, and trending in the other way. But like I remember the other day, I was streaming on Twitch, uh, mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash Not the Swimmer. In case anyone's listening, uh, and I titled my video, "I Have Beef with Jake Paul," and I actually had like a good influx of people come in and being like, "What's your beef with Jake Paul?" Yeah, and I was like, I don't have beef with Jake Paul. It's just clickbait, right. and I like got you. So like, and then I changed. I changed it to Logan Paul too. I was just like, I got. I had a couple people come in and yeah. like genuinely ask me like, like, what is your beef with him? And mm-hmm. I, I don't like the guy. Like, I don't like his videos. I don't like his content. But yeah. I was just doing it purely for the the fact that yeah, people would click on it, and it yeah. works. Like that kind of stuff works. So that's why. When a video like that comes out, that's why it gets all this attention. Mm-hmm. Because they did a stunt. Now, I'm sure if if these people just bought a bunch of stuff yeah. and gave it to the homeless people, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the reaction no, not at all. that they got. Because there's two, like you said, there's definitely two sides of the argument. There's mm-hmm. people who are saying, oh, well, they stole from corporations, but they gave to old people. So, like, good for them. Mm-hmm. But then there's people like, and I think you share this opinion, like, you stole Yep. You stole from the, you know, a company yeah. theft, you can go to jail for that. I don't care what you did after the fact. What you did first was wrong. Yeah. Like don't the good should not outweigh the bad in that scenario. Yep. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it's crazy. So Verm's starting a YouTube channel. Yes, and uh <laughs> so he He brought this up to me the other day. Speaking of clickbait. He brought it up to me the other day. And he was like, yeah, I paid somebody 50 bucks to edit a video. Yeah, he was paying somebody on Fiverr? Yeah, and I looked at it. Well, I, I was talking to him, and I said, dude, you know I would edit your videos for free, right? And he was, he said, well, I don't know if I like your, your content creation. And I was like, oh, okay. You just insulted your content. <laughs> I was offended. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully if he does get on a roll, he's been recording a lot. So hopefully, because I don't like editing my own videos. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, I explained it to him. I don't like 
I because the content I find funny that I create is not funny to other people. Like I have a different sense of humor compared to the, my viewers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when it's me editing, I'm pulling out the good stuff and put leaving the bad stuff in because I think the bad stuff is funnier. It's just you get blindsided by your own content that I don't think you're able to create a high quality video all the time. I think when it comes to, you know, uh, a group like say misfits, mm -hmm. like they were all playing CSGO together mm -hmm. and playing uh, Fortnite and everything together. Like when you have a good like tandem of people playing together, yeah. And you can all joke off each other like could like yeah. you guys can your humor can balance off each other. I think it makes it easier to create content because yep. like recording the podcast, I can go back and listen to a whole episode like mm -hmm. on my phone after the fact, even after we did it yep. because like you and I are having a conversation. It's just not it's not just me talking to it. Like I could never like I remember there was times probably like 5 or 6 years ago when I was trying to make YouTube videos mm -hmm. and I was making YouTube videos like stupid vlog videos or whatever like yeah. with my you know camera mount yep yeah. or you know picture or maybe just a little tiny digital camera yeah uh, recording them that way and i was like i just hated editing those videos because it was like oh i just hear my voice and yeah. i see my face and it sucks and like yeah the content's different because i think he's doing what just cod gameplay for the most part i think he's gonna do a bit of everything eventually but uh I think he has the right. I think he has the. Uh, he he has a lot of potential too. He's very entertaining. He's funny. Uh, I think I think ish. If he continues, sorry, Berm. around down this path, especially uh, given his circumstances right now. Yeah, being stuck at home because of work. Yeah, I think he could make it as a rage gamer. He just gets so mad sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. He, he does to hear him smash his controller, his keyboard. It's it's really funny and it. It gets it gets the it gets the people going. He's like he is like the the Mac. You know, I feel like I'm not trying to compare us to like these bigger groups like uh, a lunch club and misfits. Right. But like I feel like if we were to try and do something like that, I'm not saying that we could get to the height that they're at. No. I'm purely just saying I feel like if we wanted to, mm -hmm. we could do something with like the four of us mm -hmm. maybe if we could have like you me rich and verm like we could definitely have like a good group of gamer boys well and here's the thing to make we, content with each other we don't with. really try to make content no we but if we just, tried to like yeah. rich is streaming right now like go shout out rich uh go shout out nutcase uh 202 on twitch that's 202 on twitch 201 on just shout out his gamer tag so everyone shoot him a message on facebook and on a on a xbox live yeah, Adam. send him a friend request. Please, just spam him. Uh, yeah, like, I think we could, I mean, if we wanted to, if that was our goal, I think we could accomplish yeah. something like that. And, and it, of course, it would have to be, in, like, scripted, hardcore. Cause I don't I, think it would have to be scripted. Like, we did that Sims gameplay where it was, quote-unquote, sort of scripted. Yeah. But we didn't really commit to it. Now, we, I think if we actually would have tried to, like, maybe IRL commit to it and, like, make jokes out of it, mm -hmm. it would be funny. Yeah. Like, the humor of the fact that you died... Pretty much as soon as the house was done being built, yeah. it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it was. Like uh, I don't know how we could. You couldn't. You can't no, write you can't, that. You no. can't write that stuff. No. And like, it's. I think. I think the moments, especially like in games, 
where you aren't expecting something to happen and something does happen. I think uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The natural, um, raw reactions to mm-hmm. things like unexpected is the best, like uh, to unexpected moments, like just natural reactions. Speaking of which, you had a story. Oh yeah, thank you. I was, I was, I was thinking about that story when I was, when we were talking about the whole like doing us as a group thing, but I kind of got off it. So I'm going to leave names out of it purely once again for the fact of keeping things, uh, keeping people safe, keeping people safe. I'm going to keep people's names out of it. Although shout out to the person who I'm going to talk about in the story because they do listen to the podcast. They are a fan of our podcast. Oh, nice. Thank you very much. And I'll tell you who it is after the podcast. Uh, so, I was messaged. I was so I was uh, I was taking a shower mm-hmm. yesterday or two days ago, and you know whatever, take a shower. You know how you do. So I got. I don't know why I need to add that. It's for exposition. Uh, I got out of the shower and I had a missed call or a text message on my phone from a guy who said. I didn't realize. I don't know how I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> it's not as uh, like if I don't say the person's name. Okay, I'll just say it's just okay. I'll start off by saying I realized the other day how like weird chance things can happen. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, in the shower, I got a text and it said, Hey, so and so, I'm you know, hey, so and so, this is an old teacher of ours. Oh, okay, another one, a teacher of ours, like texted me and said, Hey, I, I you know, I just curious if you need help with this, but it was said, Riley, I'll say the name. They said, Hey, Riley, this is. A former teacher of ours. Mm-hmm. I just know needed to know if you need help with something, and I was like, like uh, I just messaged back and said, "Hey, you have the wrong number." And I thought, well, I have. Um, I follow this person on Twitter, so I messaged the teacher on Twitter with like a, a DM, private DM, so yeah, you know yeah. when you know docs the, the teachers with the phone number didn't post mm-hmm. his phone number on Twitter. Uh, I messaged him privately and was like, "Hey, uh, is this you?" And he, the teacher, goes, yes. And I say, what are the chances? It's a dumb story. But it's like, what are the chances that a former teacher of mine, it's, of ours, so is that, I think we're up just to, messaged me? I think me. we're up to three former teachers? I guess you could say that. Is this because... It's, I'm not going to say who it is on the podcast. It's not, one, it's not a teacher we acquaint our... It so. is a teacher that we talked to last time we were there. Okay, so then I know who it is. And I, yeah. Cause, yeah, I talked to him a little while ago about it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, how does he, how are the chances that, yeah, he got the wrong number, but it's me. Like, I just talked to the guy, like, literally five, six days ago, and he messages me. And I was talking to him on Twitter, too. That is kind of weird. I was like, like, how do you, like, it's just weird. He, like, then he, like, said, is this your number? And I'm like, no, that's not my number, obviously. I mean, that's my number. It's not this person who you're looking it for. It is pretty, the whole story is pretty confusing when It is, when out. I don't say names. But maybe I can get... I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I don't. I know a lot of people don't listen to this right now. Like, obviously, we're still growing as a podcast. We're still building. I just don't want to say names in case they're like, "Hey, you know, don't mention me on your podcast." Is it like, that good? Like, you remember that Channing Tatum meme? Um, explain. My name is. My name's Jeff. Yeah, is that? <laughs> I, I got it right then, didn't I? Is that? Am I correct? Oh uh, yeah, that's a good meme. You're right. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Then is I that what you're asking, right? Is that a good yeah, meme? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought it was. 
Yeah, no, that is a really good meme. So as long as, yeah. Yeah, because I, I know... Uh, you know shout out to my name's Jeff. He was, he was kind of an inspiration. I'm going to go ahead and just say his name was Jeff. That's fair. I'm not going to say a last name. I'll just say Jeff. There are a lot of Jeffs in the world. I work with a Jeff who has I, the same exact last name as the Jeff I'm talking about. I actually don't know any. And there's another Jeff that lives in this town who has the same exact name as the two of the people. So there's three people who in the, in the area who have the same last name and the same first name. That's creepy. Small world. I always tell the story, speaking of small world. Here, now we have good stories going on. As a kid, we went to we went on a cruise. Mm-hmm. My, my original, you know, the four original family. The uh, you know, the, me and the forefathers. Uh, my parents, my brother and I went on a cruise. And we were, the cruise was over. We were headed back to our hotel. We were going to stay a night in a hotel and then fly out the next day. Uh, we got to the, you know, we got off the boat and we were taking a taxi to our hotel and... The taxi driver, you know, he was, you know, I, he was not American. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, he, I think he might've been, he might've been Italian or something like that. I don't remember. I know he had an accent regardless. Yeah. Uh, so my dad must've just thought he was making casual conversation and the guy goes, Hey, you guys are from Rumford, Maine, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, Yeah. And he thought, well, because the guy had just helped us put our bags in his trunk, so he must have saw the tag and said Rumford, Maine. He says, well, hey, I'm actually married to this person, and it was a person who actually lives in Rumford. That is crazy. Okay. So this random taxi driver in Florida, in Miami, Mm -hmm. Florida, picked us up, and we're also from Rumford. And he's been here and visits here. That's crazy. Like, that's just... Another story. How does that happen? This this one's even more far-fetched. So, as I was getting ready to get out of the military, they take you through a week-long program that teaches you how to conduct interviews, how to, how to be professional and all that. Yep. And in the class, there are about 30 people, maybe. Or maybe 20, 25. And it's out in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, people travel. It's, it's military. You go everywhere. Yep. So, I'm in this class, and... Uh, I, I told I told the guy that was teaching the class while well, I'm from Maine and I plan on going back there eventually. And during one of our breaks, this guy came up to me and said, hey, where are you from in Maine? And, well, I, I told him. I was like, yeah, I'm from here. Um, got family that lives in Auburn and stuff like that. He's like, no shit. My wife is from Auburn, Maine. And I was <laughs> like, what, what on earth? Really? He's like, yeah, I go up there all the time. We probably know each other. That you know, we probably have acquaintances and stuff. It's crazy. Like you could travel all across the world Mm -hmm. and probably just find somebody who. So I think lives in your same state or like similar in a similar like area, like in a in the region. Like you could probably find somebody. I heard. uh, I think it was a theory. I don't know if it was proven or not, but everybody in the world is connected by one person. So basically. You know me, but I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, that's a little so theory. So it's it's uh it's something along the lines of you have a friend and they know a person somewhere else and they are like both know you or something like that. It's okay, weird. so it's like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend mm-hmm. could be a friend of a friend who could mm-hmm. like so like. All along, like you have, like, like say this person is, I'll just say me, for instance. Like, say I have, 
you're my friend. Yep. And we have mutual friends. Yeah. But that mutual friend could have another group of friends. That we know. And, no, hold on. I'm going down the line. All right. So then, so this mutual friend of ours has a group of friends. And then you have another group of friends yourself, mm-hmm. married military buddies, hypothetical situation. Uh, and then one of those guys went to school with a guy in this side, like mm-hmm. on one of your friends. But yeah. like you guys, but they, they know each other, mm-hmm. but they don't know that you and this person know each yeah. other. And like, I, run in, I run into that a lot in the military. It's kind of uh, weird to explain. It may have come, came weird off on the podcast. I've, I've traveled out. to so many different countries, and all my friends that I know have different jobs and stuff, and they've traveled different places. So when I go on Facebook, and I look at mutual friends of people I know, and I'm like, no shit, you know that guy too? Like, it's crazy. Like, just how, how social media and how connected we are with other people connects us back to each other it's, yeah it's weird um i'll have to look up the theory but uh it was pretty fascinating it's uh it's definitely interesting it's uh, got another theory for you okay wow theory podcast here we somebody go somebody is doing a podcast just like this right now it's probably called the way down south podcast the exact polar i'm gonna check that after this it's gonna happen you know what we should do we should move to like peninsula, like a Florida, the tip of Florida, and just rebrand it the way down north, the way down south podcast. Formerly known as formerly known north. as the way up north podcast. That's what we should do. We should brand it. You know what we should do when we build this empire? Because we're gonna be an empire. We're building yeah. this. Country. We're, we're starting gonna, with bumper stickers. We're starting with bumper stickers. <laughs> we're gonna make turtle hats next. That's a call out for anybody who's listened to the first episode. Yeah. By the way, if if you're a real fan, you'll know it. You'll get that reference. You know what turtle hats are. We can be friends. You get that reference. I still have not got an ad for that. Have we got any questions? Has anybody sent in a question or anything like that? Uh, We have not got any questions, but I can. uh, I think we're going to plan on maybe recording a couple episodes in a sitting here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to wrap. Well, actually, we can begin to wrap this one up for this week uh, because we're getting kind of long on time. Uh, But yeah, we don't want to make this. You know, the podcast for the next couple months or so, primarily about, uh, you know, the coronavirus. You know, we kind of want to, you know, and keep people informed if, you know, this is where you get your quote-unquote coronavirus news, which you shouldn't. But if this is where you get it for some reason, uh, we don't want to make it. We're going to probably bring it up, talk about it a little bit. Right. But then we're going to go on to other topics and talk about other stuff because. It's more about health and safety. Yeah. That's, That's what I care about is the health and safety of the people listening and the people not listening i just want to i just want everybody who listens to this podcast to be safe and alive wash your hands wash your face wash your ass god damn it just just wash it yeah that's an important one yeah i don't i i was gonna piggyback off that but i i didn't know what to say no idea so i guess what i'll say is is if you have any questions for us uh, you can DM us privately on our own Instagrams. So we can uh, avoid the corona coronavirus. Yeah, if you have any topics maybe you'd like us to discuss, uh, you can DM us privately. Uh, I am at Andrew M. Phelps on Instagram and Twitter, and you are different on both. I am because Will, you're difficult. Will the Hiker with one L, Will, W-I-L. That's on Instagram. on Instagram. And then Will the Sniper with one L on Twitter. 
And then we have the Way Up North Pod on Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to be more active about posting on there, like I noticed weekly. That. Very appreciative. It's I got away from it just because I was like, I don't take care of my own Instagram. I barely yeah. maintain. I literally just use it to look at other things. Mm-hmm. I never post. So having an Instagram, like the, my quote unquote, a business Instagram. Yeah. I need to be better about posting about each episode and you know doing a little behind the scenes thing. Like we did a live. Like if you were, we did a. You know, Instagram live prior. And maybe Shout what we'll Sarah, do. Because I know you don't listen to these. Maybe when we actually, you know, get more of a following, we'll do an exclusive, like, Instagram live pre-show. Uh, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll make, like, a patron or something like that. We get a good couple good YouTube video ideas, Maybe too. we'll make an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good way to bring in money. I've actually been thinking about selling pictures of my toenails. I was thought you were going to say something entirely different. No, dude. Pictures of toenails are going for pretty good prices right now. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who listens. Like I said before. We be appreciate s- you. Be safe. Wash your hands. Uh, Don't stay, go outside if you ain't going to go outside. Stay six feet away from people. We're not staying. We're, we're not following those rules right now, but we're good. Like you said, Will's immune because he has a lot of uh, things in his system right I'm now. pretty much invincible. Yeah. I could throw him out a window right now. Which, by I the way, this die. is actually the first time... We have a decent set, and we could not get it a video to work. And I think our plan is eventually to do a video podcast. Yeah, eventually. I think probably your episode one hundred. Yeah, that that's not a bad idea. Because it's we're on episode nine. I think this is episode nine. I may have deleted one. I did delete an episode previous, the first episode that we did together. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you notice that, if anyone was watching, I did delete the episode. It was. It That's didn't the Turtle Hats like, one, isn't it? No, no. The, the first episode we did live oh, together. The okay. one in my room. Like before yeah, I... Yeah, that was... We were just kind of shooting ideas. Yeah, we didn't have other. any... I mean, this we kind of rambled on this one, but it had some structure to it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is there anything else, Will, you want to bring up? We have a uh, any PSA for us? Uh, don't... Don't do... Don't go to big, big get-togethers. It's not a good idea right now. Any you, non-coronavirus I actually, PSAs? Actually, I get a good PSA. If you're okay with having the coronavirus because you don't think it's it's going to kill you or anything like that, that's fine. Um, but please take into consideration other people because the coronavirus is spreading like a wildfire. And if you get it, somebody else could get it, and then somebody else could get it, and then a grandparent could get it, and then that grandparent's gone. So just be be mindful of the people around you. This isn't This isn't an illness that is... <clears throat> just affecting you and you alone. It's, I, I've never seen anything spread like this, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, it's something that I never thought we'd have to deal with in our lifetime, but here we are, and I think we'll get through it. I think I have, a, as of right now, I still have a very positive outlook on everything. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm not going to get too, like I said earlier, I'm not going to get too worried about it. You know, to not always say worried about it. I'm definitely worried about it, definitely thinking about it, but I'm not gonna, you know, let it affect my emotions uh, until, you know, right. it, you know, until the possibility that it starts affecting with my, you know, friends and family. Then I'll, you know, be mad and sad about it. But okay, now we're kind of just rambling here at the end. Thanks guys for uh, listening, and we'll see y'all uh, next. That was the chair. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs>